And good morning to everyone in Southeast Louisiana. It is play-by-play coming to you live here on KLEB. Casey Gisclair here. We're making it happen for the next 90 or so minutes. We're having a good show here in studio, and we're going to have a special guest in studio throughout the course of the show. We've got South of Hoosh Athletic Director Coach Brian Colley, who's in-house. He usually joins us excuse me, for a Monday interview, but he's here throughout the course of the show today. Um, we've got all sorts of things to talk about. We've got the boys' basketball playoffs, which just dropped their brackets just a second ago. So we're going to chat with you all about who's going where. And we've got several girls' basketball playoff matchups today. Um, so we'll give you a rundown of who's going where. Let's start off with our boys' basketball bracket reveal. These brackets came out literally like 20 minutes ago, so this should be pretty fresh information for those of you listening at home, in Division One non-select, <clears throat> the Hanville Tigers have earned the number 12 overall seed. They're going to be playing number 21 Hammond in the opening round. So Hanville gets the number 12 seed. They'll be taking on number 21 Hammond in the opening round of the postseason. Also in that bracket, and I'm going just from top to bottom of the bracket, we've got South Lafouche who earned the number 22 seed in Division One non-select. Kind of a chaotic ending to the season. A little more about that later in the show. They take on Santamont, the number 11 seed in the opening round. So South Lafouche will be traveling to the Baton Rouge area, playing Santamont on Friday. Destrahan is the number 23 overall seed. They will be traveling to take on Southside. And then in round one, we've got a district matchup. Boy, it just always feels like there's always a district matchup every year. And the girls we saw, Ellender play Assumption. And the boys will get number 15, East St. John, hosting number 18, Terrebonne. And you look at the two matchups that those two teams played during the district schedule. Uh, East St. John put it on them, 70-41 uh, to 41 the first go-around, then beat them 59-52 the second go-around. Hard to beat a team three times. Terrebonne may have a little edge there because of that. So those are the teams that are in the Division One non-select playoffs. We go to Division Two non-select, and we could tell you, that the Lutcher Bulldogs are in, and they are the number 15 overall seed. They are going to be hosting number 18 Broadmoor in the opening round. The winner of that game will face number two Iowa, who's got an opening round bye. And then the Ellender Patriots. Um, very rarely is Ellender not at home in the opening round. This year they're traveling. They're taking on number 13 Opelousas in the first round. If Ellender is successful in that endeavor, they will be taking on number four Bozier in the second round. So now we move to the select brackets, and we could tell you that in Division Two select, the Vanderbilt Catholic Terriers have earned the number four overall seed fresh off of their district championship ride. The Terriers will be in an opening round bye, and they will face the winner between number 13, Northside, and number 20, Booker T. Washington of Shreveport. Uh, so Vanderbilt will be at home in the second round facing the winner between those two teams. Edie White kind of slipped up a little bit down the stretch. They faltered coming home and lost three of their last four games. And because of that, it cost them an opening round home game. The Cardinals are the 17th seed in Division II select, and they're going to be taking on number 16, Bunky, in the opening round of the Division II select playoffs. So two local teams are alive there. Division Three select, Homa Christian School just missed out, so they were not in the postseason. Their season wraps up which brings us to Division Four Select. And we could tell you that Central Catholic of Morgan City earns the number six seed. They've got an opening round by. 
and uh, Covenant Christian was not able to make it into the postseason. So we've got several locals who are in, several locals who are competing for the state championship, uh, but several locals, unfortunately, who are going to be on the road. So I don't know how many boys teams are going to make a deep push. Coach, what are your thoughts, man? Bracket time. The brackets are coming out or, or have come out. Everybody's now getting tape and getting film and making their game plan and doing their preparations for Friday. Uh, should be a, that fun time of the year. We should see some interesting results on Friday. You look, uh, there we go. You look um, at the Division One bracket, and they got some very uh, intriguing games in that first round. Uh, I would look at Southside and Destrahan. Uh, Destrahan has been, you know, improving as the year went on. They got their football players late, uh, and that's going to be a, a tough matchup. And they got to go to Southside, and Southside's been playing some good basketball lately. And also, I'm looking, if I can find it real quick. Uh, Denham Springs, West Monroe, that should be a, a pretty good game. West Monroe's always in the top 28, man. And Hornsville and Hammond, don't uh, sleep on Hammond. Hammond's a good basketball team, and that could be a, a tough matchup for Hornsville. So if South Lafouche were to be successful against Santa Mont in that 11-22 and 22 matchup, they're matched up with Sulphur and Bell Chase. Someone had just texted who asking who the Tarpons were lined up with. Going to Santa Mont, you're facing a team that you're familiar with. The Tarpons have played them a couple of times in recent years. I actually beat them last year at the E.D. White Tournament. It's not an incredibly long road trip. It's about an hour and 30, hour and 40. Uh, getting on the bus, going to play a really talented team. Santa Mont comes into the game struggling just a touch, but struggling through one of the best districts in Louisiana. When you're in a district with Zachary, boy, Zachary has a lot of fight in them, huh? Yeah. Um, <laughs> Walker, East Ascension, those types of teams. Um, yeah, you're going to get beat up a little bit. So curious to see the type of opponent. From what I understand from folks that I know who are around that program, I actually got a friend of mine who's an assistant coach in that program. They've got a dude who is a great individual scorer, um, and the Tarpons are gonna really going to have to try to figure out a way to slow him down. They've got a kid that routinely goes 20, 25, 30, even 40 points sometimes. Tarpons are going to have to figure out a way to try to slow him down. Well, if you look at Santa Mon's schedule, don't be fooled by the end of their season. In their last seven games, they went three and four, but they're losing to teams Glen Oaks, Zachary, Walker, East Ascension. That has some tough teams. Oh, and by the way, you know, they beat a Denim Springs team uh, their last game of the year. So, uh, that you're going up against a very good basketball team, a well-coached basketball team. Uh, Coach Yuzi is going to have his team ready to go. There's no doubt. And uh, Tarpon's got to travel. Uh, they got that work cut out for them, but uh, that's why you play the game. No doubt about that. So those are the boys' bracket reveals. Uh, we've got several local teams that are in contention. And I'll, I'll read you off the number one seeds in all the brackets just for those who are curious. Division one non-select New Iberia is the number one overall seed. What a year they've had. Division two non-select Wasman is the number one seed. Division three non-select Port Allen. Division four non-select East Felicianus carrying the top seed. Division five non-select Zwali. Division one select Scotlandville, which a lot of folks think may be the best team in all of Louisiana. Division two select. Another team that folks may think is the best team in Louisiana is Madison Prep. They're the number one seed. 
Division three select Isidore Newman. They've had a wonderful regular season. Division four select Northwood of Lena is the number one overall seed. And Division five select Avoyles Public Charter. So those are your top teams that everybody's gunning for as it is finally playoff time in Louisiana. Let's catch a break. And when we get back out of the break, I'll tell you about some girls basketball matchups. It's play-by-play on KLEB. The music on the bayou, the rage in Cajun. 1600 AM, KLEB, and 102.7 FM. Following a natural disaster, it is imperative that insurance companies respond quickly for our communities to begin to rebuild. Louisiana law requires prompt adjustment of claims as well as payment following a storm. If your insurance company failed to pay your claim within 30 days following inspection of your property, please call us at AMO Trial Lawyers, 985-446-3333. That's 985-446-3333. You may have an additional claim for recovery. AMO Trowlers. Time is money. Don't waste both running around looking for filters, batteries, and belts and related items. Fleet Supply Warehouse delivers. Fleet Supply offers daily scheduled delivery, including Bayou Lafouche, New Orleans, Morgan City, New Iberia, Lafayette, Thibodeau, Baton Rouge, the North Shore, plus the River Parishes, too. Automotive, lawn equipment, agricultural, marine, or industrial. Fleet Supply Warehouse, 985-868-0430. Venture Boulevard, Homa. Gulf South Homes is a locally owned and operated mobile home dealership specializing in manufactured homes, modular homes, office units, and camps. Gulf South Homes offers land home packages on your land or ours. Our friendly staff will help you with parts and service and insurance. Did you know you can even custom design your home? And we work with the Restore Louisiana Grant Program. So see us today at 1986 Highway 182 in Homa or call 985-876-0222. The home of your dreams is waiting for you at Gulf South Homes. Here's Daily Hope with Pastor Rick Warren. Did you know that in this book, the Bible, there are over 7,000 promises from God to you? If you want to be a man of faith, if you want to be a woman of faith, you need to become a promise person. You need to know these promises. You need to write some of them down on cards. You need to memorize them so that when you're starting to feel overwhelmed, you can remember, oh yeah, but God has promised. Da, 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 and you can say it. And so what he does is he said, God, I know who you are. You're a big God. And God, I know what you've done in the past. You've helped me through all my other tough times. And God, you've promised to take care of me in the future. I'm asking you to do what you'll say you do. Keep your promise. Fulfill your character. I'm going to focus on you. Hear more from Rick Warren at PastorRick.com. Welcome back to Play by Play here on KLEB. Casey just clear here with Coach Brian Colley. Um, we broke down the boys' basketball brackets in the first segment of the show. And we're going to still get to our W's and L's and all of our usual Monday stuff. But we'd be remiss if we didn't tell you all that this is a big sports day locally um, for two reasons. The first reason, and maybe less important just in terms of the significance of it all, is baseball opening day. Teams locally are able to start their baseball seasons. And whenever I say less significant, I certainly don't mean to diminish it. But 
The second part of it is, is girls basketball playoff second round time. There's going to be some big matchups around the state involving some local teams. Um, you got Thibodeau traveling to take on Ponchatoula tonight. Uh, Ponchatoula beats Central Lafouche 77 to 58. Thibodeau beats Southside 62 to 49. <clears throat> Excuse me, that game will be at six o'clock out in Ponchatoula. Thibodeau was an interesting situation in the opening round. On paper, it looks like okay, they beat Southside 62 to 49. Ah, eh, no problems. But boy, the game sure didn't go down without any problems. They were down by double digits in the first half. Had to battle back. We're losing going to, or excuse me, we're tied going to the fourth quarter, then pulled away late. So <clears throat> Ashley and her crew rallied past the opening round. Now you got to face a Pontatula team that just beat Central Lafouche. I'm sure Ashley got that tape from Torren, the Central Lafouche folks. I'm sure they'll be well prepared going out and playing a very good Pontatula team. I'd be curious to see what type of game plan Thibodeau has to slow them down because one of the things that stands out about Pontatula, they could really score it. You look at their last several games, scored 79, 70, 67, 78, 70, 76. Then the opening round game scored 77 against Central Lafouche. To beat them, you're going to have to score 70 and or figure out a way to slow them down. It's going to be a game where Thibodeau's offense is going to have to be hitting if they want to go on the road and get a win. Yeah, and it's tough. You know, going on the road, uh, what helps a little bit, I think, is you're out of school, so you don't have to worry about, you know, kids missing school, what time you're going to leave and stuff. So you got all day, you can leave whenever. But still going to play at, uh, at Ponchatoula on the road is going to be a, a tough task for Thibodeau, but I'm sure they got enough film on them at this point of the season where they're going to be well uh, prepared and ready to go. Destrahan beat Airline in the opening round tonight. They're traveling to take on Zachary. Zachary had an opening round by their number four overall seed. What is it about them? Uh, they're good at everything, man. They're, they're one of the best in football. They were one of the best in boys basketball before they got in a fight. They're number four in the girls. They're great in baseball. I, I'm sure some of it is, hell, they just got so many damn kids. But, boy, they must have some sort of great coaching and a great athletic department. Like, it's not a coincidence nor an accident, the fact that they're good at everything. Yeah, I think it's a combination of things, of coaching and facilities. Uh, the best around for a high school. It's, uh, they said it's remarkable. Yeah. So uh, I think that helps out a lot. So they'll be hosting Destrehan tonight at 6. East St. John will be at home. Taking advantage of a new rule change, the Wildcats are the number 11 team in the state. They beat Salmon in the opening round. Now, they're going to be at home against 27 Slidell as part of a new rule change. Back in the day, Slidell would have been at home in that matchup. They won the opening round matchup on the road. They would have been rewarded with a home game the next time. It's not how it works anymore. Now the better-seeded team is home no matter what, which is a rule change we talked about Saturday. It's a rule change that I like. And it's a chance for East St. John to maybe punch a ticket into the third round and represent our local district. Yeah, look, you play the season uh, for a reason where you uh, it means something to get these higher seeds, the better seeds, so that if you do win, you can guarantee that you're in uh, a home game for the playoffs. So I think it makes a lot of sense uh, that they put this rule in play because uh, the season means a lot more. I didn't do a show on Friday because, you know, just had so much going on, wanted to make sure that I saved my voice. Um, but I did do a show Thursday, and on that Thursday show, I talked about how disinterested Ellender looked in their opening round playoff game against Assumption. They went 39-33. to It was just turmoil, man. I mean, you got Jamea Singleton, who's suspended for a half, and 
the kids are struggling and there's not a whole lot of energy. There's not a whole lot of vibe and they do get by. They win 39 to 33. But boy, it's going to have to be a whole hell of a lot cleaner tonight because you're taking on an Albany team that you talk about offense. It's an Albany team that scores. Their last regular season game, they won 76-5. to um, They've beaten Salmon this season by 30. They've beaten Edna Carr by 40. They've beaten Walker, who's one of the best teams in the state. So they have beaten Ponchatoula, the team that Thibodeau's playing tonight, beat them by 11 they're facing an Albany team tonight that is incredible. It's going to be a big challenge for the Ellender Patriots. Not betting against them. They're the defending state champions for a reason, but they're going to have to play their most inspired basketball of the year to get by Albany tonight on the road. Yeah, the Ellender Lady Patriots, they, you, uh, you better be focused now. If you, uh, you wait until the game starts, it's going to be too late when you're playing against uh, a number two seed in Albany, a very good basketball team, so... Uh, yeah, if, if they're not ready to play, Albany can put this one away early. If the Lady Patriots are ready, you just mentioned, they're the state champs for a reason. And if they can keep this game closed, give themselves a chance to win it at the end. It was weird because they are the defending state champions and they've got a lot of key players back off of that team, though they do have uh, Rockward who's out injured and that's a big, big loss for them. But there just was no energy. Like, they're playing assumption, and they're losing in the second half, and, like, we're at legit danger to be bounced. And I don't know. I mean, they brought it in the fourth quarter, I guess. They did what they had to do, but just felt like they were shadow boxing. It didn't feel like that they thought that they could realistically lose, so they just did the absolute bare minimum just to get by. But, boy, that's a dangerous game to play in the playoffs, brother. And it's not the first game they did that this season. Both games against the Tarpons of South Lafouche. Lady Tarpons were up at home, yeah. big on them. Then Ellender came back at the game at Terrebonne. Ellender, uh, the uh, Lady Tarpons kept it a close game till what, halftime at least. Then the Patriots took over in that second half. So uh, you better be ready to go early in this game. Yeah, no doubt about that. That'll be something that we'll be keeping an eye on. Division two select. E.D. White's got a tall task today. They're traveling to take on Lafayette Christian, the number one overall seed in that bracket. You take a little peek at some of the work that Lafayette Christian has done this season. They have roared. They have beaten up on just about everyone that they have faced. They lost just one game all year. That was in the second day of the season. They lost 80-79 to to Fairview. They haven't lost a game since mid-November. And that's beating the likes of St. Thomas Moore. That's beating the likes of Southern Lap, who's incredible. Um, that's beating a who's who. E.D. White's got a big challenge today. And I think Coach Nick Sinek would even admit to us, if we had him on today, that it's a very tall task there, a decisive underdog. But win, lose, or draw, it'll be a great learning experience for his very young team to go see what it's like, go see the standards that you've got to set to be in Division II Select. E.D. White's going to learn something tonight. Either way, go and play Lafayette Christian. Yeah, what a, a great job by Coach Sinak and his coaching staff their first year uh, coming into E.D. White and you uh, kind of laying the groundwork for what you want to have your program be like in the years to come. And there's not much of a, a better way to lay that first layer down uh, of your system and a new culture that you're bringing with uh, a playoff berth and a first-round <laughs> playoff victory going into the second round. So that's huge steps for that program. 
Boy, we feel bad for Cabrini, because Cabrini's going to get hit by a bus tonight. They're coming down and playing Vanderbilt. They're an underdog. It's a single elimination. Anything could happen. But, boy, Vanderbilt comes in smoking hot in district. They were not challenged. They won a district game 93-5. to They won another district game 75-18, to another 59-7. to They're cruising. They're playing exceptionally well. They've got the Charles twins. Michaela's doing all the scoring. The other twins, you know, getting a lot of steals, diving on the floor, doing some little things. They've also got a lot of shot making from other players. Vanderbilt got to the stage last year and ended up coming up a little bit short. Unfortunate injury to Michaela Charles. They're poised. They're trying their darndest to make it all the way through. And it all starts tonight at 5 o'clock against Cabrini. And it helps. Again, you at home. So uh, that's going to help them out. And let, let's just see. I They had some big blowouts in district. And I'm not – I wasn't at those games, but did he uh, rest his starters a lot or if they have legs if or if he played them all throughout, I'm not sure. But uh, this bye week, again, let's see how it affects some of these teams of not playing in that first round if it carries over into the second round. Division three select, he got home a Christian school that is going to be hosting Calvary Baptist tonight at E.D. White. Homer Christian School is coached by Coach Kathy Luke. She told us on Saturday morning she's a little concerned tonight facing a Calvary Baptist team that she says shoots the three very well. But it's a Calvary Baptist team that also apparently plays five guards. I've seen Homer Christian play. It's going to be tough to play five guards. They've got uh, some big post players that are very active. And if Calvary's not good on the glass tonight, Homer Christian is going to dominate that phase of the game. I like the Warriors tonight. The winner of that game will face Episcopal, but Episcopal's already beat Dunham. Coach Kathy Luke back in the playoffs, number three overall seed, trying to lead a very youthful uh, Christian Warrior team to the third round, and I think they're going to get it done tonight. And we'll see. Your opponents played before, so they get a chance to come to that game and actually physically be in the gym and scouting uh, Homer Christian. So uh, let's see if Homer Christian wins, if that's going to give that other, their opponent uh, maybe an extra advantage heading into that next round game that third round opponent as we said would be Episcopal looking at their schedule they yeah they beat some teams that are pretty good they've lost it that'd be a very evenly matched game that that would be a fun one in the third round if Homer Christian is able to survive and that game would be at Homer Christian well E.D. White yeah um as we we learned that yeah Kathy said they're going to play their second and then third round games if they're successful tonight both at ED White and look they can't practice uh, Coach Luke told us they cannot go and practice at ED White but w- can they go in early today Yeah I think and, today they're going to be in there uh, shooting around and um, I mean, she may have had them in there at midnight <laughs> <laughs> Hey you never know um, Covenant Christian Academy they've got a tall task they beat St John last week. Um, now they've got to face Southern Lab, coached by Kiana Chaney, who actually went to LSU with me. Q's got her team rolling. That's a one versus 16 matchup. That'll be a tall task for CCA. Uh, on the other end of that bracket, you got number five, Central Catholic of Morgan City, who will be taking on Luis McGeehee in a five versus 12. Um, CCA on the road, Central Catholic at home. And those are teams that are going to be trying to earn spots into the quarterfinals. Uh, with everyone in the girls' side going off to Hammond at the University Center. So, look, man, I, I'll go ahead and make the prediction now. I think, and I don't think that this is going out on a limb at all. I think that this is almost a certainty. We're going to have at least one local team make it to the University Center for the top 28, at least. 
I agree. Yeah, I mean, between Vanderbilt and Homer Christian and who knows, Thibodeau can maybe pull it. We're going to get someone there. So Ellender, I mean. Ellender, yeah. who knows, uh, Central Catholic, we're going to get someone there. Yeah, so, I would agree. So hopefully we will be able to follow that all the way through. Let's catch a break when we get back out of the break. Talk about some things happening in the world of sports as we start off our lunchtime hour. We've also got our W's and L's in hour two. We've got some betting picks in hour two, so stick around. We're going to have some fun. It's play-by-play on KLEB. We'll be right back after this. It's Mike to tell you for Neal Small Engine Incorporated. Listen up. That's what we did at Gravely. We listened to lawn professionals. Then we brought the professional performance home. Gravely residential zero-turn mowers show the neighborhood that you mean business. Zero turns that are as tough as nails operate a comfort beyond compare. We've had 100 years of professional advice to perfect cutting performance. Just drop the deck, put the neighbors on notice. Gravely, driven from within. At Neal Small Engine Incorporated. Locations in Homa, LaRoe, and Thibodeau. Energize your business with Bayou Black Electric Supply in Homa. When you're elbow deep in a job, the last thing you need is to lose time and money fetching electrical supplies. Bayou Black Electric will deliver your items to the job site. There's daily scheduled service throughout South Louisiana, Lafouche, Terrebonne, Morgan City, New Iberia, and Lafayette. Plus, the river parishes too. If you need parts, call Bayou Black Electric Supply. 985-223-8807. Highway 311 in Homa. Pesky mosquitoes, gnats, and all kinds of South Louisiana bugs taking over your yard? Have no fear, Buzz Off is here to save your summer. Buzz Off is the only locally owned pest control company focusing on your outdoor living space. They use 100% organic ingredients, safe to all humans and pets. Check us out on Facebook or book your appointment today at buzzoffnow.com. Need our cedar beaters now? Call 985-333-8989 today to take your lawn back. Buzz Off Mosquito Control, safe, effective, guaranteed. At Riley Johns Blue Boot Foundation, our mission is to help everyone be safer in and around water. Did you know drowning is the number one accidental cause of death in children under the age of four and the second leading cause of accidental death in children under the age of 14? Adolescents and adults are at greater risk of drowning in open water. Remember, drowning is preventable. Join Riley Johns Blue Boot Foundation. Home Health Services in South LaFouche are vital right now. Look no further than Lady of the Sea Home Health for the sick, the elderly, and the homebound. Our caring staff makes each day a little brighter, a little better. With quality health care and warm, genuine support, you and your loved ones are the most comfortable, content, and independent in your own home. Speak to your physician today about Home Health Services from Lady of the Sea. Call 985-632-6900 for more information. Quality health care locally for you. Welcome back here as Hollywood Hogan's theme music rocks and rolls here on Play by Play. Hope everybody's enjoying their day. Hey, have you watched the, uh, is it on A&E? Uh, the the uh, the wrestling deals they had last oh, night. Oh, I um I saw that it was playing. I did not watch it. It is on my list. I will watch it this week. Did you? Was it pretty, good? Yeah, pretty good. Okay. Did you watch the pay per view this weekend? Uh, yes, I did, and uh, embarrassingly, uh, I fell asleep. Oh no, <laughs> you didn't see Sammy and and, uh, and Roman. <laughs> nope. Okay, I missed it. All right, well, you're going to have to go back on on demand and, and catch that. This is a wild crowd. We'll talk about that in our W's and L's because whoo. That was insane, man. That was a, that was a crazy environment. 
we probably got to talk a little bit of tarpon basketball, but it's not going to be probably the yelling and screaming segment that people think that it is going to be. Um, South Lafouche lost on Friday to Vanderbilt, and it ended their regular season with a 13-11, and I think, record. Yes. And the team did earn the number 22 overall seat. I'm going to tell you what happened, and I'm not even going to tell you any type of opinion or anything based on what happened. Just to clarify, just so that folks know what's out there. In the second quarter of the game, uh, Coach Brody Williams and Brandon Daniels had some sort of conversation or some sort of discussion, which led to Brandon getting angry, which led to Brandon then going on the end of the bench for a minute, then rising up, and then going towards the locker room area, then leaving the gym. He left the game in the second quarter with family, and some folks that were with family did not return. Don't know the status going forward. Wouldn't anticipate that he'll be there Friday, that he would play Friday. Don't think that that would be uh, in the cards. But people have been asking, and it's my job just to let you all know what happened. Unfortunate situation. I said it on the air during the game as it was happening. An embarrassing situation. Um, But... For those who are wondering, and there are a lot of people that are tuning in listening just to hear what happened, that's what happened. Maybe the best player in our area um, said adios during the game. It's an unfortunate thing, but it happened. We got to avoid. We can't avoid it. We got to talk about it. So yeah, and look, uh, you want to talk about action on the court? Vanderbilt came out ready to play. Yeah, had a great game plan. Took the Tarpons out of their offense, what they wanted to get done, and earned that victory. And Undefeated in district, district champs, uh, well-deserved. But uh, as far as on the court-wise, Vanderbilt was ready. Great game plan. Took the Tarpons away from things that they may have wanted to do and and came away with the victory. Look, I'm going to confess something here, and this might make Leon Veal angry. And if so, Leon, I love you, brother. I'm sorry. Coming into that game, I kind of thought Vanderbilt was maybe a little bit overrated. So looking at some of the results, like, yeah, are they really that good? No, they're, they're, they're really that good. They are very good. That team is not for fake. That team's not a fluke. That team, whether B.J. played or not, was going to beat the snot out of the Tarpons on Friday night. Um, they had a good plan, and they've got so much depth, man. You look and you hear that buzzer sound at the scores table, and this happened like in the middle of the first quarter. And I'm expecting, okay, they got five athletes on the floor. I'm expecting to look at the scores table and see – you know, maybe a clunky kid, maybe a slow kid, maybe a kid that's not as athletic. Oh, no, it, it's Bailey Streams, it's Jalen Coleman, and it's Jahari Coleman checking in. That's three dudes that don't yeah. start. That's three dudes that would start for almost everybody else. They've got so much depth, and it, it, it hits you when you're watching the game is that, okay, they shoot a lot of long three-pointers. Well, what's the odds of 12 kids all being off and having a bad night? Somebody's going to probably be hitting. And then, okay, they play that pressure-in-your-face defense. Yeah, they may get saddled with some fouls. What's the odds of everybody being in foul trouble? They may lose a kid or two, but, man, they got like 10 or 11 dudes that could all ball. And in playoff time, that's a big advantage, bro. I know Division II select is brutal. You got Madison Prep, and you got you know so many big heavy hitters. But that team's really good, man. I was wrong. Leon, I was wrong. I thought maybe y'all were <clears throat> a little overseeded. Oh, no, you guys could go, man. That, that was a big, big-time showing from them on Friday. Yeah, when I look at Vanderbilt, first thing, it may be overlooked by people, their defense. They are very quick on defense. They can pressure you. 
use their quickness to get turnovers. And if you take the ball hard to the basket, they're going to take an offensive foul on you. And that proved uh, true on Friday. And they have the outside shooting. You just mentioned someone's going to be hot or somebody's going to be on. They have the outside shooting. They have the guards who have the ability to penetrate to the basket and finish at the rim. And also they, they have the uh, ability, again, to press people, but they have the ability to score in transition. How many times they get a long rebound to make one pass, second pass is for a layup at the basket. So uh, they have a lot of things uh, that are going right for them, the right pieces. And uh, Coach uh, Leon Veal is doing a great job with, with getting his players in the right position and uh, with a district championship that's hard to, uh, to argue against. Now, here's the problem. Their opening round game, or which will actually be a second round game, is probably 99.999% going to be against Northside. And Northside are really good. I know they're a 13 seed, but the number one seed in Division One non-select is New Iberia. Northside lost to them by two. They lost to Southside by four. They beat Plaquemine. They lost to th- by three against East Ascension. They beat George Washington Carver. Played close to St. Thomas More. Beat Ellender. Um, so they're extremely battle-tested and have played extremely competitively with some of the best teams in Louisiana, that's not a very good draw. For instance, if you look, Northside's number 13. They're likely going to be playing number four, Vanderbilt. If the bracket just fell slightly different, Vanderbilt would potentially be playing Evangel, who's number 12. Evangel doesn't have anywhere near the resume that Northside has, so that's a little bit of a tough draw for the Terriers that they'll have to overcome. It is. I I don't think... The Terriers are completely happy with that draw, and it's easy. the luck of the draw. How you finish the uh, this season? Uh, if look, maybe some of Vanderbilt's opponents, a few more would have won that last playing day. It might have been different, or for Northside, but yeah, Northside is not the best draw for Vanderbilt, no. and Northside has been there. They, they're they're battle tested in playoffs. Their program is mostly making playoffs just about every year. It seems like. So uh, I don't think Northside will be uh, affected too much with the travel, but uh, Vanderbilt could have gotten a better draw. But still, if the Terriers are on their game, they're still going to be a hard team to beat. Boy, it's going to be hard for me, and I know Bayou sports-wise, I don't have much service in Vanderbilt. It was going to be hard for me to miss that one next Tuesday if that's the matchup. That's going to be one that that, that could potentially be a lights-out, very, very good game on uh, next Tuesday. Um, let's talk about this, man. Um, if you were in the situation of a Vanderbilt or of a Catholic of Baton Rouge or Scotlandville or one of these high seated teams, St. Thomas More, um, and you had that buy, which means you're not playing at all this week. It means you're not playing until next Tuesday or whenever, next Wednesday, whatever the date is. I think it's next Tuesday. Um, what would you do this week? Would you go light? get the guys off their legs a little bit, you know, rest up, maybe recharge the battery? Would you be worried about rust? What do you think the weekly schedule is going to look like for those teams that have that opening round by? I would do a lot of uh, conditioning things, full court, just to keep their legs. I wouldn't uh, give them many days off and uh, continue the grind. Because, look, uh, NFL, NBA, maybe an off game, uh, get a chance to rest and all that with a bigger grind. But, I mean, these are high school kids. They're ready to go. They want to play. So I would, I would definitely keep them energized with uh, 
all kinds. Of, if you can get some full court stuff, do it. Uh, I would try and stay away uh, for the most part of scrimmaging a good bit just because you don't want anyone injured in a practice, but trying to do a, some conditioning, shooting things, and work on the things, kind of self-scout maybe yourself and work on the things that you need to work on and, and concentrate on your opponent a little bit later. It's opening day for baseball. Looking at the LHSA website, Central Lafouche is traveling to take on Morgan City today. Destrahan traveling to take on Shaw. H.A. Bourgeois hosting Riverside Academy. Uh, Terrebonne traveling to take on Homa Christian. Thibodeau traveling to take on Bruley. Uh, let's see. We've got Vanderbilt traveling to take on Berwick. Talk about an iron sharpening iron there. Goodness, that'll be a matchup. Uh, we've also got... Uh, let's see what well, I told you about home of Christian CCA coach Joe and them are traveling to take on rumble. So tomorrow when we're doing play by, well, not tomorrow, Wednesday, when we're doing play by play, we'll have several high school baseball results to give you that I think are going to give us an indication of who's got what, you know, Vanderbilt was the state champions last year. They're younger. They're facing a Berwick team. That is brutal. If they could go on the road and beat Berwick, May be a sign like we're not dead yet. You know, we've still got some life here. Uh, likewise, if Joe Tuton and Covenant Christian Academy go on the road and beat Rumble or even play close with Rumble, that's a team that's going to be up there. Thibodeau and Bruley. Bruley's incredible. So we're going to learn a lot about our local teams today as the umpires and you know, baseball teams roll out the ball and you know, paint up them fields and, and we get ready to roll. What beautiful weather to play baseball. It's gorgeous. And also, uh, we're not going to forget softball. Uh, our Lady Tarpons open up the season on Wednesday, and guess what? They will not be traveling. Oh, they're ready? They're good to go? Softball field is ready to go as of this morning. Uh, a few more things to do hmm. on the outside of the field, but they're going to have a, a home game come Wednesday. Hmm. You may be able to watch that game on the Internet. Just kind of spill. Okay, that, very interesting. So, yeah, baseball and softball rocking and rolling, and that'll be a, a great time for our local teams to polish some things up and try to get themselves off to a strong start because, man, you know this as well as I do. Joe mentioned it yet last week. They go on the road, they beat Rumble. Like, that. that's huge for their whole season. Like, these early season games, back in the day it was, oh, bro, you roll out the ball and then you just got to get ready for district. Yeah. You do that now. You're going to get left behind. you got to be ready to go from the first pitch. And uh, curious to see who's ready and who's not. Yeah, you better be ready to go. And if uh, I don't think baseball gets an extra point, I think it's only basketball that's doing it, which that's going to hopefully end uh, after this season here. But uh, districts really don't mean a whole bunch nowadays with the power ranking system the way it is. So game one is just as important as the last game of the season, last regular season game of the season. So, uh, yeah, you got to have your team ready to go. And if you can take some of these early games against some quality opponents that are going to win a bunch of games, that'll help your cause at the end when you're looking for power points. No doubt. Let's catch a break when we get back on play-by-play. -play. We are going to continue the discussion. We'll maybe dive into some college and pro. Then at 30 after, I'll get you our W's and L's. And at the bottom of the show, I'll give you some betting picks, some things to chew on in the world of sports. It's play-by-play -play on KLEB. We'll be right back after this. Hey, Mike Davis here. Looking for your next new vehicle? Come check us out at Golden Motors. Price is priority. Come place your very own order or choose what is in stock or coming in. 
Many 2022 Silverado trucks and SUVs to choose from. New vehicles are here on the way. Chevy, find new roads. And if you're looking for that slightly pre-owned or any make and model vehicle, we have it in our huge selection or don't see it, we can get it. Just stop by on the back road and cut off or call us at 985-325-1000. Celebrating 75 years in business. Danos has been setting the standard for generations. How about becoming a part of something bigger and join the team? We're currently hiring for welders, fitters, and blaster painters to work at our fabrication yard in LaRose. You can apply now at www.danos.com or call us at 1-833-GO-DANOS. Great jobs, great people. That's Danos. It's Mardi Gras time and Joe's Septic Contractors would like to let everyone know that there is still time to call in your orders for portable toilets and hand wash stations. You can order two, three, six, ten, and 18 stall restroom trailers. From everyone at Joe's Septic Contractors, have a happy and safe Mardi Gras. Call 985-632-5592 or visit joeseptic.com. Did you or your loved ones go without this hurricane season? Well, this year, go with Industrial Power Systems, your only local power generation professional serving Lafourche for over 18 years. We offer sales, service, installation, and maintenance on all major brands of residential, commercial, industrial, and marine generators for the most trusted brands in the industry. Generac, Kohler, Briggs & Stratton, Cummins Onan, and many more. Industrial Power Systems, power is our middle name. Call us today at 632-1692 or come see us on the back road in Galliano. Gulf South Homes is a locally owned and operated mobile home dealership specializing in manufactured homes, modular homes, office units, and camps. Gulf South Homes offers land home packages on your land or ours. Our friendly staff will help you with parts and service and insurance. Did you know you can even custom design your home? And we work with the Restore Louisiana Grant Program. So see us today at 1986 Highway 182 in Homa or call 985-876-0222. The home of your dreams is waiting for you at Gulf South Homes. Want to become a certified babysitter? Terrebonne General Health System is excited to offer super sitter classes. Participants will learn first aid and CPR along with safety, business, and basic child care skills. Classes are for ages 11 to 15 and will be held at Terrebonne General. Upon completion of the program, students will receive a two-year American Red Cross Babysitter CPR first aid certification. Our summer sessions are about to kick off. For class schedules and prices or to register, call 985-850-6204 or visit tghealthsystem.com. And our radio bumper music is like encouraging me to be a bad guy today. We got Hollywood Hogan. Now we got the NWO theme. Like, man, about to hit Coach Collie with a chair. Um, it's play by play. Okay. It's play by play on KLEB. We're having a wonderful start to our day, and we hope the same for you all. Uh, the Nichols Colonels have a big, big game today, uh, taking on Texas A&M Corpus. Nope, not Corpus Christi. Taking on Texas A&M Commerce today. Out in Thibodeau, that's a makeup game from the game that Commerce got snowed in. We're not able to leave, so that'll be a doubleheader today. The women at 5, the men at 7. I'll actually be ESPN Plus for the women um, and ESPN 100.3 for the men, so pulling double duty. Um, the Nichols men are 9-5 and five overall and played pretty well. They didn't play their best this weekend, but they got by Incarnate Word, did what they had to do. 
Um, they're now in a stretch where they've got four straight games all in Louisiana to close out the year, and it's all games they are going to be heavily favored to win. Tonight against Commerce, Thursday against New Orleans, Saturday against Houston Christian, and then next Thursday against Lamar. You'll be, you'll be favored in all of those decisively. If you could wrap that up and finish 13-5, and five, you're likely to get some double buys and some privileges in your conference tournament. Man, I got to tell you something. Um, when Nichols hired Austin Claunch, I was not happy. I thought it should go to another gentleman, a gentleman who's at LSU Alexandria. I have gotten to know Austin Claunch uh, from working with the school, and folks could agree or disagree with the way that he runs the program in terms of how they recruit because, look, I'll be honest, they don't spend a whole lot of time recruiting locally. They don't, they don't go to South Lafouche and get this kid or H.L. Bourgeois to get that kid or you know Santamont to get this kid or that kid. He's open and saying, I'm going to just get everybody from the portal. And maybe that's the right way, maybe that's the wrong way, I don't know. But, boy, the fact is every year they're competitive, and this year they're really strong. They're really good again, 14 and 12. They get up and down the floor. They play with a fast pace. They play an exciting brand. The community likes watching them. Attendance is good. And uh, he's doing a pretty damn good job, man. Uh, They've got a team that is more than capable of going to Lake Charles in a couple of weeks and cutting down those nets. Let's talk about their conference tournament. How many does every team get in? Or eight teams get in, and then five through eight. So five faces eight, and then six faces seven in the opening round. Number three and number four get one bye, and those teams meet the winners of those other games. Number one and number two get two byes and get all the way through to the semifinals. So it benefits you greatly to finish in the top two because you're all the way into the semifinals and you just got to win two games. Um, but Nichols last year had those double buys and lost in the semifinals. So, you know, sometimes, you know, sometimes it's not beneficial. Maybe you get a little rust or whatever it may be, but the Colonels clinched on Saturday that they will be in the conference tournament, which is not a big surprise. And it's looking highly likely that they're going to at least get one by because they're sitting in third place right now. And if they finish the year strong, it's exceedingly likely that they would get the double buys again, which would give them a, a big time advantage. Try to get in. Now, you've seen uh, a lot of these teams play. Who do you think going in like would uh, would be favored right now to get the number one seed? Not win the tournament, but just Corpus get the Christi. number one seed. Corpus Christi. And to answer both, they would be favored probably to win the tournament too. Um, Corpus Christi has just so much shot making, man. Um, they've got so many guys that could score – and look, Nichols, I'll be honest, Nichols is at their best when they're getting stops and they're running down the floor and going to make easy ones. Corpus Christi makes shots in traffic. They make long shots. They make tough shots in the lane. They've got a post player, Isaac Mushilla, who's incredible. They've got a guard, Travian Tennyson, who's incredible. Terrion Murdix. Like, they do the most hard stuff well. They shoot the ball exceptionally well. I think they would be the favorite. Um, and if Nichols could line up opposite them in the bracket, that would potentially be the matchup in the conference tournament finals. It'd make a good final. It would make a good that, final. Um, that's, and, it's, hey, and it's in Lake Charles this year. It's in Lake Charles, which, look, man, and Taylor and I were actually talking about this recently whenever he came on on a Wednesday. I think that's a good move because I like Katy, Texas, and I was there last year. I like it a lot. I think it's a really cool place to be. The area is awesome. A lot of good places to eat. A lot of stuff to do. But to throw a bunch of random teams from Louisiana to Katy for a week, 
there was never any crowd there. So Taylor would always say that the conference tournament was so unique because you play all season long and you have these home away games and you're in rowdy venues. Then you get to the conference tournament and you're playing before 50 people. Um, I think that having it on an actual campus this year is going to actually help that. I think having it in Louisiana is going to actually help that. Now what may hurt is that McNeese might not even qualify for the tournament, so that may hurt attendance a little bit. Um, but I do think that the numbers will be up having it in Lake Charles. People will want to go because they'll want to go to the casinos. There's a little more to do. The top 28 for high schools that same week. I think that the attendance will be better having it in Lake Charles. So if you out there, you thinking about going to either one of these events, uh, you better book now. A lot of folks, yeah, Brody, book us a room now. Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, A lot of folks are wondering, like, how's that going to work? Is like, you know, it's all going to be in the same gym. No, McNeese has a new basketball arena. The college tournament is going to be in their new arena. The high school tournament is going to be where we've been going for years, the Burton Coliseum in the old arena. Um, So, yeah, they will both be hosted the same week at the same time in the same city. And uh, whew, there's going to be a lot of really good basketball. A lot of really, really yeah, good basketball. Looking forward to it, no doubt. So um, let's talk a little bit about the college basketball scene as a whole. We mentioned this on Saturday. It's so wide open. The new top 25 just came out. Houston is currently the number one team in the country. They have overlapped Alabama, who held the spot for one week. Um, the top 10 is Houston, Alabama, Kansas, UCLA, Purdue at five, Virginia six, Arizona seven, Texas eight, Baylor 9 and Marquette 10. Um, You see some of these weekends where the ranked teams are not just losing. They're just getting blown out by teams who are maybe not even ranked. And it just leads you to believe, and Jack Benjamin said this Saturday when we were messing around with the nickel stuff, there might be 30 teams that could win this. Like You look at some of the teams at the bottom of the top 25, TCU, Texas A&M, UConn, Northwestern, Iowa State – What's the difference between those teams and the teams at the top? I don't think there's a whole lot. And I don't know the reason for that. Do you think that that's the portal? Do you think that's one and done? Like, why is it now that it's so difficult in college basketball to have a true dominant team? Oh, I think the one and done situation, just look at Kentucky. Kentucky's been doing that for years. They have a great freshman class that comes in, and after that, they're gone. And he's got to get some more freshmen, and he's – look. Tells you the job he's been doing for so many years. He's always around. Yeah. Uh, this year may have dropped off a little, but uh, I, I think the, the one and done combination, the portal, uh, I'm sure NIL is mixed up in there somewhere where it just makes it difficult for, uh, for you to keep your, um, your, your team together now. You got to recruit your own, your own team each and every year, and it just makes it tough and tougher for these coaches. So what does that do, okay? Like how much is um, chemistry a factor, okay? Because Kentucky has all five stars. They've got all guys that are wanted by everybody, but every year it's a whole new group. So there's not any continuity, not any chemistry. As a coach, having a guy for three years or like let's say – you had a great player and you only had him for one year and then he was gone. But you replaced him with an equally good player the next year, but you were only going to have him for one year. Like, talk about the difference between working with a guy multiple years, even if he's talented, versus just one year and adios, you're gone, you're out the door. Yeah, it's all about relationships. You know, you uh, you get a, uh, a guy and you, you 
your team for several years. You can build a relationship over time with them instead of just uh, one year. Uh, I, I've been saying this for years, too. You heard me say this a number of times about your locker room also. Yep. You, you got to have a good locker room to that to translate onto the court. And if it's always uh, one year and you're gone, you got to redo everything that you've been doing. There's no consistency you can get in building these relationships and getting that locker room where you need to get it. So I, I, it's, a, it's a tough job for these coaches, and I think it definitely uh, does not help in their cause. And I think that's part why we're seeing a lot of these veteran coaches say, you know what, maybe I'm going to just go and watch this from the side. We've seen a lot of guys retire in recent years, and I think that's going to continue, be it Jay Wright, be it Coach K, be it Roy Williams, be it whoever else. I think Tom Izzo may be getting towards the end at Michigan State, but it doesn't look like he's having a whole lot of fun either. Let's catch a break when we get back. We'll get our W's and L's as everybody's trying to figure out what happened over the weekend. I know a lot of you guys were doing the Mardi Gras thing, uh, maybe missed some stuff. We'll fill you in in the next segment. It's play-by-play on KLEB. You're listening to KLEB, 1600 AM and K274DE, 102.7 FM, Golden Meadow. The French Connection, the all-new Raging Cajun, 102.7 FM. The French Connection, the all-new Raging Cajun, 102.7 FM. Hey, Mike Davis here. Looking for your next new vehicle? Come check us out at Golden Motors. Price is priority. Come place your very own order or choose what is in stock or coming in. Many 2022 Silverado trucks and SUVs to choose from. New vehicles are here on the way. Chevy, find new roads. And if you're looking for that slightly pre-owned or any make and model vehicle, we have it in our huge selection or don't see it, we can get it. Just stop by on the back road and cut off or call us at 985-325-1000. Did you or your loved ones go without this hurricane season? Well, this year, go with Industrial Power Systems, your only local power generation professional serving Lafourche for over 18 years. We offer sales, service, installation, and maintenance on all major brands of residential, commercial, industrial, and marine generators for the most trusted brands in the industry. Generac, Kohler, Briggs & Stratton, Cummins Onan, and many more. Industrial Power Systems. Power is our middle name. Call us today at 632-1692 or come see us on the back road in Galliano. Gulf South Homes is a locally owned and operated mobile home dealership specializing in manufactured homes, modular homes, office units, and camps. Gulf South Homes offers land home packages on your land or ours. Our friendly staff will help you with parts and service and insurance. Did you know you can even custom design your home? And we work with the Restore Louisiana Grant Program. So see us today at 1986 Highway 182 in Homa or call 985-876-0222. The home of your dreams is waiting for you at Gulf South Homes. Pesky mosquitoes, gnats, and all kinds of South Louisiana bugs taking over your yard? Have no fear, Buzz Off is here to save your summer. Buzz Off is the only locally owned pest control company focusing on your outdoor living space. They use 100% organic ingredients, safe to all humans and pets. Check us out on Facebook or book your appointment today at buzzoffnow.com. Need our cedar beaters now? Call 985-333-8989 today to take your lawn back. Buzz Off Mosquito Control, safe, effective, guaranteed. Tri-Parish Police Supplies is a top-of-the-line police, fire, and EMS supply store, as well as a great source for tactical and home defense needs. Tri-Parish Police Supplies is open to the public Monday through Friday, 9 till 5, and on Saturdays, 10 till 2. So stop in at Tri-Parish Police Supplies on Highway 311 today. For more info, call 985-873-9989. 
All right, you watch the current product a little bit. Whose theme music is that? Oh, man. Oh. Oh. Oh, oh that's uh, uh oh. Burn long hair. Long hair. Yeah, long hair, dude. Uh Man, oh boy, going a blank, but I, long black hair. I'm right. Oh I, yeah, I, okay. Yeah. With I, know, I just I name. thought you were just saying long hair. Just was all wrestlers no, have long hair. And we're no, cheating. No. Seth Rollins. Yes, I, I get him and uh, the other one mixed up. Okay, I'll give the, you credit for that. The champ, whatever his Roman? name is, Roman. Roman. Those, yeah, Seth Rollins. Okay, so, I, you got that. Yeah, one. I knew that one. Just name right. slipped me. Good deal. Let's get to our W's and L's. Coach Brian Colley would have gotten an L had he lost that one, but he, he got that. So our first W, Mac McClung of the Philadelphia 76ers. You're wondering, who the hell, who, who's Mac Mc... He entered the slam dunk contest this weekend after just being signed out of the G League. A lot of folks remember, remember Mac McClung because he was a great player at Texas Tech, but he is hovering around the outskirts of the NBA, was in the slam dunk contest, would have never thought that he would have had this type of hops, man. Like, let's be honest. He's a six foot two inch, you know, kind of scrawny white kid. But boy, he he was jumping and doing not flips, but jumping over people and pinning the ball to the backboard. And he got three perfect tens. And here's the most important thing that Mac McClung did. He made every one of his dunks on the first try. How often do we hey. see in the dunk contest they take 30, 40 tries to get? He made all of them on the first try. Reggie Miller and Kenny Smith said Mac McClung saved the dunk contest. I agree. I actually enjoyed watching it. It was really cool to see the underdog rise up. Nobody knew he had hops like that, but he put on an absolute show. Did you see any of that? Uh, I did not. Uh, I flipped the channels last night, and I saw the All-Star game, and I kept flipping. Yeah, I zero know. interest, and it's crazy. It's the day after the NBA All Star game, and not one mention of it until now. So that goes along with that. An L goes to just defense in general because there was none in the NBA All Star game. The final score to the NBA All Star game last night was one hundred eighty four to one hundred and seventy five. <laughs> now here's the thing: this is this is twofold. Okay, there was no defense. Let's not get it twisted. But the fact that guys like Jason Tatum, Donovan Mitchell, Damian Lillard, Kyrie Irving, and all these other players in the NBA, the fact that they could just make three-pointers when not guarded every single time is incredible. Like Jason Tatum last night scored 55 points just because, like, all right, I'm, I'm open. I'm going to just never miss. He was 22 of 31 from the field, 10 of 18 from the three-point line. Um, so they get an L because they didn't play any defense. But, boy, they do get a half of a W because the things that those guys could do with a basketball is just unbelievable. Yeah, look, muscle memory. I mean, they take so many shots a day. It's, uh, it's ridiculous. That's their job. But, uh, yeah, they are very good at it. W goes to Vanderbilt Catholic on the basketball side. They did what they had to do. They took care of business, and they beat up on South Lafouche on Friday winning the district championship. We talked earlier in the show about their depth. We talked earlier in the show about their defense. We talked, well, not a whole lot, but I guess we could talk now about the job that Leon Veal's done, how poised they were. The other team that they were playing was kind of crumbling around them. It never bothered them, never phased them. They just kept going, kept rolling. I mentioned earlier in the show, I didn't know how good they were until I actually saw them. 
They're really damn good. They're going to have a tough matchup in the second round of the playoffs, likely against Northside, but they're a pretty damn tough matchup too. They're really good, man. Yeah, and let's not forget Coach Hank Washington, assistant coach at Vanderbilt. Uh, it's impossible to do the job by yourself, and uh, this credit goes out to him also. And L goes to the Los Angeles Clippers, and you're saying, Casey, there were no NBA games. Why would you give an L to an NBA team? The Los Angeles Clippers today committed locker room suicide. They signed Russell Westbrook to join their team after being released from the Utah Jazz after getting traded at the trade deadline. Russell Westbrook is going to go to the Clippers and do what he has done every <laughs> other place that he has been. He's going to shoot too much. He's going to butt heads with the other star players. He's going to butt heads with the coaching staff. And he's going to take a really talented team that probably could make a run and not allow them to maximize it to their fullest potential. Why would you make that mistake? Why would you make that decision? The Clippers get an L, um, bringing in somebody that just doesn't fit. And if it happens, we'll see at the end of the season uh, how big of an L is going to be. Yeah. It, it could be uh, detrimental to that team. A W goes to the XFL. Did you watch the XFL last night, man? Boy, that, that's, that's some fun stuff now. They're playing some good football. You got Josh Gordon in that league, former pro bowler. You got Ben DiNucci's out there. There was a game last night where a team was losing 18-6. to scored the team with six scored they went for a three-point conversion which is allowed in that league you could get you could go and do a three-point conversion from the 10-yard line they converted it so it's 18 to 15 now because they got nine points out of the touchdown there are no onside kicks in the xfl so what you do if you want to try an onside kick you do a fourth and 15 play from your own 20 and if you convert it you just keep the ball and keep going that team converted the 4th and 15 play, drove down the field, finished the comeback, and won. Bro, I'm not usually a big fan of like the USFL and the United Football Alliance or whatever the heck it's called, but I'm not going to lie. For that 20, 25 minutes while that was coming on and that little rally started, I was glued. Like That was pretty exciting. That was pretty fun to watch. Yeah, and I know the NFL was thinking about maybe getting away from that onside kick and do a the XFL or whatever Judd is doing with uh, 4 and 15, whatever. But I don't, I'm not sure if I like that. What happens, how many times we see these officials throw flags, defensive holding, and and if if they throw a flag on that, do is it I don't know a the conversion? answer to that. And if that's the case, I'm, I'm really not a fan of that. It's giving officials way too much power at the end of a game to uh, maybe affect the outcome. Yeah, I'm not sure the answer to that. I know that they did do the math, and you convert 4th and 15 the same amount as you do an onside kick, but I didn't factor you know, defensive holding and illegal contact and roughing the passer, And so we'll see. And L goes to North Carolina's basketball team. I don't know what the hell's going on. <laughs> um, North Carolina made it to the championship game last year, returned everything, was preseason number one, and they might not even make the NCAA tournament. And it just has me wondering how good Hubert Davis maybe actually is because you remember in the back of your mind, last year we all fell in love with him. Oh, you know, he's great, and, you know, he's got his guys bought in and they're playing hard for him. That was only during the tournament. Folks, remember, they barely made the tournament last year too with a very talented team. Something is going wrong there. There's some sort of disconnect there. They're 16-11. and 11. They're 8-8 eight and eight in ACC play. They can't win away from home. They're 2-7 and seven away from home. Wow. 
and there's a lot of discussion and a lot of debate. I don't know what's going on there. They're going to have to figure out a way just to get into the tournament. That is amazing. That is amazing, and no one ever saw that coming. A W goes to the WWE. Roman Reigns and Sami Zayn put on a show. Brock Lesnar and Bobby Lashley put on a show. The men's elimination chamber match was excellent. An awesome pay-per-view out in Canada. Uh, I would tell you, uh, go back and watch that main event. I know you said you fell asleep. The crowd was wild. They were into it. They added some extra little wrinkles and layers to the story with the Usos getting involved and Kevin Owens getting involved. The crowd was into it. I cannot wait for WrestleMania. I can't wait for Monday Night Raw tonight. I want to see where it goes from here. Roman Reigns is not liked, but it's his job to not be liked, and he plays that role beautifully. Um, Man, they peeled another layer off of the onion, and it was great theater on Saturday. Yeah, I'm kind of glad I fell asleep because uh, I didn't like the outcome. You don't like Roman? You're going (laughs) for Sammy? I wanted to see Sammy win it, but... uh... We'll see the storyline, how it's going to continue tonight. I think you're going to be happy at the end of WrestleMania because I think uh, the son of the plumber's son, I think Cody's going to beat Roman, and uh, I think that that'll be the end of it right there. But maybe I'm wrong. It's time. Maybe I'm wrong. And L, and I don't talk politics here, and I'm going to keep this short, but apparently we have some breaking news that makes this even more relevant. And L goes to Mayor LaToya Cantrell of the city of New Orleans because she decided that it would be a good idea to get drunk, sit in the Mardi Gras stands, and flip off a float that was passing through in New Orleans over the weekend. Mayor Cantrell, what are you doing? And now breaking news, LaToya, you have now been recalled. Well, not recalled, but the uh, the city of New Orleans has enough signatures to while now they could have a recall election. So Mayor Cantrell is likely not going to be New Orleans' mayor for a whole lot longer. That's breaking news that just was announced. So a recall election is going to be held. New Orleans, please, please do the right thing here. Let's uh, let's say adios, please. It's, please. Uh, it's embarrassing. Uh, when you, your mayor is going to make national news for, for this reason. Uh, it's a total embarrassment. And I said this yesterday on Facebook. It's not even the most embarrassing thing that she's done. So... That just goes to show. A W goes to my guy, Tiger Woods. And you're going to say, man, why are you giving Tiger Woods a W? He didn't win. He didn't finish close. He played four rounds of tournament golf, and he reported that he was pain-free. That's the most important thing right now. He reported that he was not injured. He felt good, and he feels like he could play more in the future. I don't care if he wins. That's good for the sport. More eyeballs to the sport. Tiger Woods gets a W just for surviving. He actually played pretty well on Saturday. Usually he would start off strong, then taper off. That didn't happen. He's getting a little bit stronger, getting a little bit more competitive. That's good for the game as a whole. Yeah, look, I saw an interview uh, yesterday, the interview in Tiger Woods, and uh, you know he, he has some goals, of course, and it's uh, and he flat out said it's not you know winning and losing, it's whatever. But his goal is to play in each of the majors, uh, which la- he couldn't do last last year. year what he did three, yeah. was it? Uh, and he said this year that's his goal, just to play in all four of them. So hopefully he can get that done. And he just says that his uh, his leg and his back just at this stage in his career will, just will not allow it. His back's fused and his leg almost had to get chopped off in the re- – yeah, it's amazing that he could even get out there at yeah, all. Yeah, you can see him walking how much he's, he limps. Yeah. And L goes to LSU basketball on the men's side there. Boy, they're god-awful, man. Uh, 
Coach McMahon, I'm not giving up on you, brother, but boy, this time next year, it better look much different. LSU gets beat up on by South Carolina over the weekend, who's also one of the worst teams in the SEC. Um, there were signs of this in non-conference. LSU was beating inferior competition, not by a lot. There were signs. And we all got kind of spoiled because they beat Arkansas in the opener. It was like, well, maybe, you know, maybe this is not what we think it is. Who oh, no. It's very much so a rebuilding year. LSU's not any good. They don't have very many redeemable qualities. They don't do much, uh, much of things well. They don't defend. They struggle to score. I'm willing to give a guy a chance, and I know that he took over in the absolute worst situations possible, and he won at Murray State by a lot. Um, but, boy, this time next year, this better look drastically different because, boy, there's a team right now that doesn't have an identity at all. Yeah, look, Tiger fans, don't forget where this program started off. This past year, we had him at ground zero. Everyone left, and he had to rebuild from the ground up. So uh, very rarely do you see a case where they can go from the ground level to uh, Kim Mulkey, <laughs> what she's right. doing. For real. Uh, so uh, j- just give him time and give him another year or two, and if the results are the same, then you can uh, start to panic a little bit. A W goes to the LSU baseball team. They lined up this weekend and looked every bit the part of the number one team in the country. They beat Western Michigan 10 nothing, 5-3, and 9-2. to And I think the most impressive thing about the weekend for LSU, we all know they're going to be able to score, but how proficient they were on the mound, really dominating Western Michigan on the mound, not allowing them to have much offense. You're facing Western Michigan, you should win. Let's get that out of the way right out of the gate. But when you're pitching it, when you're throwing strikes, when you're playing good defense, those are two things that LSU did not do last year. Now you're heading this coming weekend into the Round Rock Classic where you'll have to play Kansas State, Iowa, and Sam Houston. It's a big step up in class, but something tells me this LSU team is the real thing, and I just get the feeling Jay Johnson and his group are going to be around at the end of the season with a chance to win it all. Yeah, just watch the excitement, how it builds from now toward the end of the season, how much more excitement they're going to bring to that baseball program. And a shout-out, by the way, while giving LSU baseball a W, we also got to give Gavin Duga a W because he's a homer guy and he hit the cover off of the baseball over the weekend. In the weekend series, he was 6 of 8 at the plate. Uh, with two home runs, two RBI, that's a 750 average for the weekend, so great job for Gavin. A weekend L goes to Facebook. Facebook, yeah, I'm giving you an L, Facebook, because every single day all I see is people on Facebook complaining. Oh, brother, parade's going too fast. Oh, brother, throwing beads too hard. Oh, brother, there's not enough floats. There's not this. There's not that. This person's doing this. I'm not happy about my bitty tournament. I don't like how this went. If you don't like Mardi Gras, then don't go to the parade. It's not a requirement. You're not forced to go to the parade. If you don't like what's happening, don't go. If you don't like youth basketball, then don't allow your child to play. If you don't like your child's coach, then why don't you coach the team? Because most most youth organizations require or are, are short of coaches and would like to have other coaches involved. People complain and complain and complain. It's so hard to find a positive word. My goodness gracious, folks, let some things breathe. Oh, I agree. I I, I, I agree. Yeah, I'm going to leave it at that. Let it breathe, man. Goodness. Like, I'm at baseball at Nichols, and I'm trying to see if there is a parade. Oh, sure enough, there is. Oh, it's going too fast. They're going to run somebody over. It's over, <laughs> it's over in 90 minutes. Oh. 
Y'all are exhausting. Last W, and then we'll get out of this part of the show, is Tyler Revet, a Raceland native, is on the Professional Elite Bassmasters Series, and he won an Elite Bassmasters Classic Championship yesterday, the first one of his career. Tyler has been an elite fisherman really his whole life. He started the bass uh, fishing program at Nickel State University and won his first title yesterday. Would be akin to winning a PGA Tour tournament if you're in golf. Would be akin to winning a major league game if you're in baseball. Man, that's the highest level of bass fishing, and he won. He beat the best of the best yesterday, took home a nice little first prize check, and shouted out our area. Hell, he said, and I don't understand fishing enough to know what this means, but he said... I had to approach it like I was sockele fishing and not bass fishing, something about the way the fish were schooling or whatever yesterday. But he said that being from southeast Louisiana is why he won the title, because he had to sockele fish yesterday while catching bass, whatever that means, he was able to bring it home. Well, he inspired me. I'm going fishing tomorrow. There you go. <laughs> Coach Kyle going fishing tomorrow on Mardi Gras Day on the Fat Tuesday. Let's catch a break. When we get back out of the break, I will give you some college basketball to bet on tonight. It is play-by-play on KLEB. One more segment, then we're wrapping up. We'll be right back after this. The French Connection, the all-new Raging Cajun, 102.7 FM. It's Ford Truck Month at Calvin Braxton Ford, now offering 60-month 0.9 APR on all 2022 F-150s with $2,000 off MSRP. Get a great deal on all 2022 Explorers with $2,000 off MSRP. The sporty 2022 Ford Edge has $4,000 off MSRP. So now's the time to buy. Test drive one today at Calvin Braxton Ford, 5878 LA1 in Lockport. Big town inventory, small town prices. Offers good till April 3rd. Time is money. Don't waste both running around looking for filters, batteries, and belts and related items. Fleet Supply Warehouse delivers. Fleet Supply offers daily scheduled delivery, including Bayou Lafourche, New Orleans, Morgan City, New Iberia, Lafayette, Thibodeau, Baton Rouge, the North Shore, plus the River Parishes, too. Automotive, lawn equipment, agricultural, marine, or industrial. Fleet Supply Warehouse, 985-868-0430. Venture Boulevard, Homa. You have a pest control problem? Roundtree's Pest Control and Supplies has an experienced staff that can guide you with the products to use yourself for your home or business. They carry a full line of professional products for termites, mosquitoes, ants, wasps, fleas, bedbugs, mice and rats, or any other pest control need you may have. That's Roundtree's Pest Control and Supplies. Call 985-475-3314. That's Roundtree's Pest Control and Supplies. It's Mike to tell you for Neal Small Engine Incorporated. Listen up. That's what we did at Gravely. We listened to lawn professionals. Then we brought the professional performance home. Gravely residential zero-turn mowers show the neighborhood that you mean business. Zero turns that are as tough as nails operate a comfort beyond compare. We've had 100 years of professional advice to perfect cutting performance. Just drop the deck, put the neighbors on notice. Gravely, driven from within. At Neal Small Engine Incorporated. Locations in Homa, LaRoe, and At Riley Johns Blue Boot Foundation, our mission is to help everyone be safer in and around water. Did you know drowning is the number one accidental cause of death in children under the age of four and the second leading cause of accidental death in children under the age of 14? Adolescents and adults are at greater risk of drowning in open water. Remember, drowning is preventable. Join Riley Johns Blue Boot Foundation. 
achieve a healthier lifestyle but have little time, the Terrebonne General Executive Health Program can improve your overall health for a lifetime in one visit. With little to no waiting, you get a whole year of wellness in one convenient location. Our preventative screenings increase your well-being by providing early detection against illness. With exceptional VIP service, you leave with a plan in hand to achieve a healthier lifestyle tailored for you. Call the Terrebonne General Executive Health Team at 985-850-6204 today. Wrap up rocking the Roman Reigns here on Play by Play, the Bloodline theme music. We want to thank Coach Colley for filling in today, doing a good job as always. It's a big help, man. Usually I got to push all the buttons and make all the calls, and to have an extra set of hands in here is certainly very appreciated. We go to our betting picks for the day. And last week we actually did pretty well. Uh, let's see if we could give you some today. I like over 145.5 for Nichols and Commerce tonight. A game that you'll be able to hear across the street on ESPN 100.3 with myself at the call. Um, I just think that Nichols at home is a different animal. I think that they score so much more easily at home compared to on the road. Caleb Huffman was making 30-foot three-pointers on Saturday with ease. And I think that Nichols is going to score in the 80s or low 90s, which is going to carry that game over. Uh, so give me the Colonels to cover that one there with the over one, what did I tell you, 145.5. I like tonight Kansas on the road against TCU. They're an underdog plus 1.5. I like the Jayhawks to win that one outright. But I'm going to go ahead and take the point and a half just in case they lose by one. I will take Kansas to win that one there. Tonight in college basketball, I also like Prairie View A&M minus 10 over Mississippi Valley State. I have watched Mississippi Valley State. Y'all, I don't have any life. I do actually watch some of these teams. Um, I've watched Mississippi Valley State. I'm going to tell you their schedule in just a second. They get beat up on routinely. They get blown out routinely. They're one of the worst teams in the country. Prairie View is not any good either now, but I just think that they're going to be better than Mississippi Valley State, who's 4-24 and on the season and who gets blown out just about every time that they play. So give me Mississippi Valley losing to that one, uh, losing to Prairie View in that one out in the swag. By the way, speaking of the swag, both Southern and Grambling are both really good this year. They both have a chance to make the NCAA tournament um, by winning that conference. Um so, yeah, Colonels tonight, hopefully they could get a big win over Commerce and get that uh, that victory and keep stride. What's the plans for you, brother? Which I know you say you're going fishing tomorrow. What you doing the rest of the day? You coming to Thibodeau or are you going home? Uh, I'm going to see if I can make it to Thibodeau. I haven't uh, been to Nichols uh, yet this year. I'll see. If not, I got some stuff. Got to take care of the house. It's been uh Nah, been we don't got to do that. Off, putting off. And you know, when you're about to retire, you could do that then. Yeah, <laughs> I won't want to do it then. Um, I saw your old partner at the Nichols game Saturday, and it was good to see him because we don't usually see him at the games as much anymore. Used to be a regular at all of them, but Coach Ricky Broussard was there Saturday. He and his brother uh, at St. Thomas War. Was it Danny? Yeah. Yeah, they, they were both there courtside watching because the best player for Incarnate Word was a St. Thomas More guy. So Danny was there and Ricky was there, and they were having a good time. And do you know – uh, Coach Ricky Broussard is on 
the staff at St. Thomas More with his oh, brother. Well, that's why we don't see him as much. Wow. Talk about the basketball knowledge. Oh, my God. I didn't, didn't realize that. Wow. Yes, some type of uh, assistant that he's doing, but he's on uh, on the staff. Well, I hope they make it to the top St. 28 because that would be a whole lot of fun to see that. I had no idea. That's incredible to know. And look, Coach Danny dresses uh, shirt and tie just about every game. Coach Ricky ain't doing that. Yes, Coach Ricky, no. <laughs> <laughs> and look, guess what? Saturday, Coach Danny was dressed to the nines, and Coach nah. <laughs> St. Thomas Moore is the number two seed in Division One. They've had an excellent year. They'll face the winner between Carr and Brother Martin in Division One. So I didn't know that. That's really cool to know. Um, so yeah, we'll uh, keep an eye out, and, and hopefully they'll be at the games again today. Thanks for the help, brother. Uh, we're off tomorrow. We will be back on Wednesday. Uh, making things happen. I'm going to get some rest tomorrow. Hope that you guys enjoy your days. Please don't do anything stupid tomorrow. Uh, if you're going to a parade and you're planning on having a good time, get a DD and all that stuff. I don't feel like writing about any of you knuckleheads doing anything dumb on the parade day. So get, if, you don't, if you're not doing it for yourself, do it for me. Give me the day off tomorrow so I don't have to write about the stupidity of that you, of y'all be taking part in. And if you had the parade and you see turtle on a float, take cover. Take cover cover indeed because something will be coming your way uh and it may be glitter and may i got glitter bombed by turtle before i'm still still furious <laughs> still furious still got glitter on me from that but anyway y'all enjoy yourselves happy mardi gras let the good times roll we'll be back on wednesday thanks to coach collie for the help thanks to you all good luck to our women's basketball teams tonight go lady tigers go get them make it happen go home a christian go vanderbilt we're rooting for all of y'all anybody that i missed along the way we're rooting for you central catholic destrahan east st john y'all bring it home we'll let you know the results on wednesday have a great rest of the day everybody god bless you're listening to kleb 1600 am and k274 de 102.7 fm golden meadow